0: You're listening to The Happy Hour Effect, episode number 30. And if you're an aspiring leader, you're currently leading a team, or you even want to lead your kids or your social groups, keep listening because this episode is for you. Hello, hello, this is Kristen Brown and you are listening to the Happy Hour Effect podcast. This is episode number 30 and there are a lot of podcasts out there that have hundreds and hundreds of episodes, but I feel like 30 is a really big milestone for me. It's like, you know, a third of a (laughs) hundred. So I'm really excited to be hitting 30 and in this episode, I want to talk about something that's really been on a lot of people's radars lately and a lot of questions have been coming my way specifically about leadership. And what it takes to be a good leader. And a lot of people think leadership is a corporate buzzword. And of course it is. It's natural to a either lead a team or want to lead people in corporate America. But we also lead in our own lives, right? We lead our children, we lead our friends, we lead our spouse, we lead our own lives. We decide, you know, what are we going to do every day to reach our goals? And that's really life leadership, right? So today I want to do an episode on how you can really step into leadership. And I'm going to focus on corporate, but then also share some ideas for your personal life and your own life leadership as well. Now, if you want the tips and the notes that I share during this, episode just head on over to the show notes page. Just go to happyhoureffect.com, click on podcast. This is episode number 30, The Smart Leader's Toolkit, and all the notes and everything that I mentioned during the show will be shared there. And if you like the show, I would love it if you would share it on Facebook, tweet it on out, LinkedIn is my favorite social media site, so be sure to share the show there as well. It really help me spread the word and get the buzz going about the Happy Hour Effect podcast. So let's jump in. Now, being a leader, requires some pretty specific mindset shifts, some challenges that often come along for leaders is just getting people to follow you, right? Getting people to trust you and respect you and do what you say. But there's more to leadership than that kind of power trip that a lot of people think is part of leadership. There's a lot that really you can do in your own life to really, really step into a leadership role, whether that's in the workplace or whether that is in your personal life, or just with your own goals. Number one is you really need to be a role model. Because when you want to be a leader, people around you are going to emulate how you act, how you behave, the way you talk, the way your body language is being put out into the world. Same with your kids, how you manage stress is how your kids are going to manage stress. How you deal with a bad day at work is how your spouse is going to eventually start dealing with that, those same challenges. So you need to think about how you are putting yourself out there as a role model. And when you start to be the way that you want to be seen by others, that's when the people will start to pay attention, when people will start to notice you and start to want to follow you when you're putting those right behaviors, those right body language signs, the right attitude, the right behaviors, when those are out there in the way you want them to be, that's when people will start to take notice. So that's number one is being a role model. That can really help boost your leadership potential. Number two, you really need to honor both your personal and professional goals because a lot of people think that when you step into a leadership role at work, you just have to, you know, be working 60 hours a week and that work-life balance goes down the tubes, right? Well, for those of you that listen to the show, you know that I know and believe that balance is a myth, right? Right. And just because you step into a leadership role at work doesn't mean that you have to let go of your personal goals. And just vice versa, if you have a really big personal goal that you want to go after, it doesn't mean you have to let things go in your professional life. You can do them both. It's just a matter of knowing when to prioritize each one to really have the most impact in your life. So knowing and honoring that your personal and professional goals are both achievable, they both matter, and that you don't have to let one or the other go if you're going after a leadership role both at home or at work. So that's number two, honoring your personal and professional goals. That will really help you reach leadership potential faster. Number three, if you are a leader or you want to be a leader, you have to think about what is motivating your team, whether that's your work team or your family team or your social team. What are the things that motivate them and get them to do their best work, to put their best foot forward, to put them out put themselves out there in the very best way that they can. And figuring out how to reward them and motivate them to make that happen. So that means you really need to get to know your people really, really well. It can't just be, uh, hey, here you are at work, go do your job. You have to know them. You have to hang out with them. You have to get to know what they like and don't like, what they really see as valuable in their work role, in their reward system, in their paycheck. And same with, you know, if you're thinking about leading in your home life, what do your kids need to really feel like they're being honored for the work that they do? That, you know, what's going to motivate them to do their chores? What's going to motivate them to listen to you? And that really means hanging out, listening to those people that you're around, that you're hoping to lead, and making sure that you customize the rewards and the motivation for each individual person because what works for one person isn't going to work for the person in the next office. What works for one child isn't going to work for your other child. So always knowing that there has to be some customized rewards and motivation in place for you to really be an effective leader. That's number three. Number four, great leaders really know how to have fun. Now, that doesn't mean that you're having happy hour every day at 2 or that, you know, you're not getting work done and you're not being effective or serious. It means that you know how to make your workplace culture sing. You know how to make people love to come to work. And that requires some experimentation. It requires ongoing surveys and focus groups and listening to your employees so that you know what they need, what they want. It ties directly to what number three was all about, customizing motivation and rewards. But really making sure that you're implementing fun into the workplace and especially into your home life, because sometimes life can feel like a grind, especially in today's world where we're so busy, we've got ourselves scheduled to the max, we've got our kids scheduled to the max, and from morning till night, we're just going, 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 going. So you really have to make sure you're building in some fun personally too, where you're shaking up your routine. You're maybe breaking the schedule every once in a while so that you're not always doing the exact same thing every day, every week, every month. Sometimes for years we go along that path of just doing the same thing and we get into a little bit of a rut and get stuck. So be sure that you're building fun into your home life and into your work life. Number five, you need to embrace peace. Now, If you listen to the show regularly, you know that I am a stress expert and I talk about stress management and ways to be happy and things like that every single week. And here's the thing, even though I am a stress expert and I talk about happiness and goal setting and leadership, that doesn't mean that I don't also experience stress. Everybody's going to experience stress until their last dying breath, every single one of us, every single day. So it's up to us to decide how do we create peace in between the stressful moments how do we say, yeah, something bad just happened to me, I had a bad commute, I had a rough day, I had a something that set me back in my life, but how do I then say, okay, how am I going to pull myself out of this and create happiness, success, forward momentum and engagement, despite that bad thing that may have happened? Because all those stressful things have a little halo effect, don't they? You, know, you have a You get stuck in traffic in the morning and you bring that into the workplace and you're maybe a little cranky for an hour or two until you kind of get back into the positive flow of things. Well, those halo effects start to grow bigger and bigger and bigger the more we build up our schedules and our to-do lists and the more stuff that's pulling on us all the time because stress causes us to act not our best, cranky, agitated, not putting out the right body language. So be sure that in between stressful moments, you say, you know what, I can be happy and I'm choosing to be happy and peaceful and do the most with the time that I have here and creating a life story that really matters for you, matters for the people around you. So that's number five is embracing peace. Number six is all about presence. How do you really, really honor and appreciate the moment that you're in? Because we're always so busy. We're thinking about what's after this meeting? What's after work? What am I going to do after I'm done listening to this podcast, right? What am I going to do next week? What am I going to do when I retire? And all of that forward thinking is great because we need goals. We need positive and forward momentum. But sometimes we forget that what we're doing in this exact moment right now will impact the success of that forward planning. So you always have to step back and say, okay, what's happening right now? As a leader, people are looking at me. And at this moment, what am I putting out into the world? Am I putting out the right attitudes, the right language, the right words, the right behaviors, the right mood, so that people will engage with me and help me reach the goals that we need to reach together. And then we'll also help you reach the goals that you need to reach on your own, right? So really being present in the moment and knowing that what's happening right now impacts what's going to happen next. And a really good thing that I like to tell people to do to get present is to do just little mini meditations. And when I say mini meditation, I don't mean the chanting in a dark room for an hour. I mean just stopping, For a minute, every once in a while throughout the day, and just course correcting and saying, How's my mood? How's my attitude? How's my physical health? What could I do to get back on track if you're feeling a little bit off? Or if you're having a great day, how do you keep that energy going? So, just one minute or less, a few times a day. And I tell people, do this in the bathroom. It's a great time to do it. Do it at stoplights. Do it while you're walking down certain hallways at work. Do it when you're getting up or in the shower in the morning. But find ways to really become present and Check in with yourself to see how you're doing at any given time to make make sure that those attitudes, behaviors you're putting out will help you reach your goals, both personally and professionally. And that's a really strong sign of a great leader is someone who can really be present and use those present actions to impact future change. That's number six. Number seven, and the final tip for today, how are you fostering your relationships? Because in every workplace, in every family unit, in every social group, there are times where you are going to run across people that drive you crazy. Even your own children, your own spouse, your favorite work friend can rub you the wrong way sometimes. So how do you make sure that those relationships remain positive, remain peaceful, continue moving forward, even when times are tough? And a lot of that goes right back to the being present and some of the things that we've already mentioned in the first six steps. But how do you create And foster an environment of support and positivity in your workplace, in your home, in your social groups, so that you don't get stuck in that vicious gossip wheel or when people are creating drama and they're kind of cranking around the water cooler, talking about something, complaining about something. And there's one sentence that you can say to instantly shift any conversation that feels like it's going negative with someone that is around you. And that is, so say you're going on and on and someone's complaining, or maybe even you're complaining. Here's the thing that you say to flip that. So you've, you're complaining. Rah, 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 rah. At the end of the complaint, you say, yes, now what should we do to fix it? What should we do to fix it? That will change any conversation is n- that feels super negative into a positive forward momentum that can then help change the, any type of relationship that feels like it's dragging or, or going downhill. So use that for number seven, fostering relationships. So those are just seven really fast ways to think about leadership and how you can really step forward, both in the workplace and in your personal life, to embrace a lifestyle where you're truly leading, not just yourself, but those around you as well, and really being that positive, inspiring bastion of change that people need and want in today's crazy busy world. So if you have any thoughts on leadership or if you know someone in your workplace that could use some help on with leadership, send them my way because I actually do a leader roundtable that's really based on these seven elements. And the Smart Leaders Toolkit is really just kind of the top level, the first step to really make leadership Realistic for anyone, whether you're a brand new employee, you're an emerging leader, you are an existing leader or owner, and you just need to fine tune your skills a little bit, there's a lot that goes into it. So just send them my way, Kristen at happyhoureffect.com, or have them listen to this podcast and we can take it a step further if they're interested in learning more. Now, let's quickly review these top seven leadership tips. Number one, be a role model. Number two, honor your personal and professional goals. Number three, customize rewards and motivation. Number four, have fun on the job and at home. Number five, embrace peace. Number six, be present. And number seven, foster those relationships. That's the most important thing when it comes to leadership. So again, if you like the show and you want to see the notes for it, just head on over to the show notes page, happyhoureffect.com. Click on podcasts. And this is number 30, the Smart Leaders Toolkit. And if you love the show, I would really appreciate a five-star review on iTunes. Share it with your your work team. Share it with the people that you love and share it on social media. I'd really, really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kristen Brown. This is the Happy Hour Effect podcast and we'll see you next time.